We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Love that note. Uh, let's go to Vega, North Carolina. He was at the game on Sunday. Vega, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, Vontae Shasky? What's going on? What's, How up, what's up? What's up? How was that game? Oh man, the vibe. Uh, shout out to shout out to the Spartans. We're, we're like the biggest chapter of 49ers fans that travel around. We go to we go to pretty much every game. We was there thousands deep. I think we was responsible for 30 percent of their ticket sales. And uh, the game was incredible, man. It was it was. I was mad in the first quarter because you know we went a whole entire quarter without running Christian McCaffrey. That game could have got out of hand a lot sooner than it did, but. The play that changed the entire game, like, you know, watching it on TV and you guys go to games so you understand, like, the atmosphere of the game when you're at the game. When Demo hit Swift, like, the air went out of that stadium. And they never recovered from that. And that's why, I, man, I love the Niners, man. Oh, man. Well, hey, Vega, it was 42 to 19 at that point. Well, no, at what point? I, I want to Yeah, know. but it, it was... It was forty-two to nineteen at that point, but Philadelphia was still fighting. Really, it was two minutes and fifty-seven what I'm seconds saying is, left. When that happened, when that happened, like it, it was like all of the fight went out of them. Yeah, I hear you. Fans started leaving everything. I felt like they started leaving earlier, Vega. Well, I don't know. In my section, after that hit, it was like I got pictures. I'll, I'll show it. I'll tweet you guys. It. Right. Like I was. Doing videos and everything. Vega, to the fans. did they, you take your wife? Leaving the game. Vega, wait, is this the same Vega who was at the Cowboy game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with your wife, right? Yeah, correct. correct. Did, you, did you take her to Philadelphia? Yeah, we went to Philadelphia together. All right, yeah. you guys are doing well. I'm glad you guys are still around for the holidays. I was worried about you, Vega. <laughs> what are you doing to Oh, man, man we've been together seven years. I oh. told you, I just keep it player. I don't <laughs> cheat on her. I just keep it player. You know yeah, no, 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 no. I, I Can I, I just remember. say I love you, Vega? <laughs> You're, I want you to be my life coach, Everybody Vega. Everybody likes Vega. That is I, great. I want you to be my life coach, Vega. I don't know about that. The game was already over. It was 42-19 when Debo hit Swift. Well, let the man tell his story. He's spinning the yarn here. All right. All right. Okay, like he was there, game. not me. I mean, it felt like they were already left. It was 42-19. Anyway, uh, 
You're listening to 9570 KGMC FM in HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, your favorite 9570 game for the best and most up to date sports coverage. Do not forget, you can also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on to search 9570 game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Also, shout out to the Comcast Business Text Line. Shed ahead, real quick. I want to play this before we get to Mike in San Jose. Here's his. He talks about the uh, first six plays of the game. Remember the first six plays of the game? Yeah, they weren't great. Yeah, negative six yards. It's so funny how you guys look at it. There's no philosophical approach to how you're going to open up a second along and third and long. So, like, you balance stuff out pretty well. I mean, or you try to. Sometimes you come out running. Sometimes you come out throwing. It doesn't – you never come out and say, hey, first four balls are going to this guy. Next three are going to this guy. I mean, we had – that first play was planned. Usually in two shell, if B.A. crosses face, he gets the ball, but it got tipped. If he doesn't, then it wouldn't have gone to Debo. What was the next play? Uh, next play, could have gotten any four of them. Um, we ended up not going to George over the ball, and I think we took a sack, and then you have third and long. I'm not going to hand it off too much on third and long. I think we did throw a pass to Christian there on third and long. It was incomplete, so that was the third play of the game went to him. The next time up, we had Christian on a bubble. We didn't throw it, so we handed it off to Debo. It's kind of a... It's a it's a re, it's an RPO, so you got to read what the linebacker does. So it could go to either of them. We lost five yards on it, which put you in a second and fifteen. So didn't really want to call a run play there next on second and fifteen. So you get off your script and you go to a pass to try to get back to Manjil third. I think um, I want to say we had a false start, and then you get to a third and long, and uh, I think Brock threw it out of bounds. So that's Shanahan yeah. on the first six so plays. It, no, it's it's really interesting because okay. I go into the green room yesterday, and Steiny was asking me about like the script. Yeah, I heard him talking on the show about the script. Well, no, but, like I, I was like, guys, why are you shaking your head, Spinoni? Because he, why? This, why are you shaking your head? The damn script. It's just it was just so funny. It was just, the one thing that Steiny. It's peak Steiny. Just the script. It always goes back to that. Do you think they they toss it out or anything like that? Well, that's like, what I was trying to explain to him. He I go, scripts the first twenty four plays. No, no, okay, but but. We act like I'm running play one, two, yeah, three. No, all I know. Like, yeah, that's you not do how it, it works. It's, it's all like, the situation. Exactly. And so right. I, the, the, the whole script and what they're <laughs> – there are concepts that they're trying right. to do, and there are certain plays they're going to try to squeeze right. in, and they're going to go back to you know particular plays. And then sometimes you have all of this stuff written down, and you throw it right out the window. Right. Because your left tackle gets his ankle rolled up on, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's like and, and, you go back to the script analogy. Martin Scorsese, you know what? He might have something in there. Exactly. But Leo DiCaprio ad libs this whole thing. Look and it's magic. Right. Let's do that. There that, you that's, go. That's, that's, that's Does next that level mean Brock stuff. is Leonardo DiCaprio? Let's relax. But I'm saying he might. He's on the trajectory right yeah, there. Yeah, it's not bad. And some of the plays are set up plays. Some of the scripted exactly. plays are set up plays for later in the game to see how they're going to play this certain formation and how they line up against a certain formation. So he scripts the first 24, but you're not going to call it. All this well, perfect stuff there. People get so caught up in that stuff. I mean, they, they even ran a George Kittle block on Hassan Reddick, that little right. chip block, and Baldy thought it was because of the you know Tyler Croft block <laughs> a couple years ago or a year ago. So look, who knows? Look, at Chicago adjacent is a negative guy, but this is pretty funny. On YouTube, Turning Point was when Darnold came in that quarterback and took oh, a knee. I knew it was over. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the Darnold knee thing is equivalent <laughs> to right. Red Auerbach smoking a cigar. What, what's, what's coming up? Sponsored by AC Transit. Mike and San Jose will get to you. Plus, Brian Baldinger, 7.30. Baldy's breakdowns. You know what it is every single Tuesday at 7.30. That's all coming up on the Rust. What's going on, Roasters? It's Brian Baldinger with the NFL Network, and you're listening to The Morning Roast with Bonte and Shasky on 95.7 The Game. 
That's coming up in 12 minutes. 12 minutes. It's got a message from Big Pun. Big Pun dropping nuggets on a morning roast. I love me some Big Pun on Instagram. Got a nice photo with the mayor, Linda Breed. I mean, Big Pun gets after it. South City's finest. You know, Bonte. Real quick. Hold on one second. He just said, uh, Big Pun, that Purdy has 100 less pass attempts than Josh Allen. And it's damn near thrown for more yards than Josh Allen, which is incredible. He's just going crazy. Big Pun's just going crazy to voice messages. I got to gotta, gotta look that up. I mean, Purdy, ahead, Purdy's at the top of the charts in just about every you know, amazing statistical metric, however you want to measure it. He, he's at the top of everything, right? If, if you're not all in on Brock Purdy, I just... You're probably never going to be all in on Brock Purdy until he wins a Super Bowl, and that's fine. But I would say this. We uh, say TC and Sack is quiet on the set. <laughs> I, don't, I love TC. TC's got to get out of his feelings. I, I mean, I don't know what to yeah, tell him. I know. Monte, yeah. uh, some of the most fun I've had watching sports in my life, it usually is wrapped around a champion. Like, I will freely admit that. But, like, there are certain teams that stick out. Like, even the 2016 Warriors that, that didn't crazy. win at all. They played a brand of basketball that was just so exciting. Just the joy and the watching it every night and seeing when they were going to explode. You know, like there was just something about it. Even the KD Warriors. I know for some people, oh, they didn't play enough happy basketball for them. But I enjoyed watching the excellence and they could explode at any given time. Go back to the 93 Giants, one of my favorite teams of all time. You know, the, there are other Giants teams that I could put in there. 2012 Giants were just so much fun on and off the field, right? This 49er team, I feel like I'm having as much, if not more, fun watching this team than any other of the version of Niner teams in the last 25 years because of how balanced they are on both sides of the ball, how on any moment any one of these guys could have one of those seminal games. It could be a Kittle game where he goes for three touchdowns. It could be an IU game. It could be a CMC game. It could be like what it was the other day, a Debo game. It could be all of them. It could be Brock Purdy. It could be a defensive game. I, I just... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm having a lot of fun watching well, this team. I, I get it. We're all having fun. But 2011 was a lot of fun that first year with Jim Harbaugh. 2019 a lot was of a fun. ton of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun going to that Super That was a fun year for us on overtime at the Hilton Hotel. That may have been the most fun I've had covering sports as a broadcast journalist. Honestly. That, that year was fun. So on the levels of fun, yeah, this is fun. Especially when you're winning, it's fun. Was it fun during a three-game losing streak? But it's fun. Is this the most explosive team of those other two Niners teams? This is definitely the most explosive. Okay, it's the most explosive. But I don't know how that equates to fun in terms of fan viewership, watching. Like, because the 2011 team came out of nowhere. No, and it was like, and we started rising, and you started believing, believing, and believing. Grinded out games. Yeah, there were some grinded out games, but you started believing as the season went along. You're like, oh, this team's legit. And then you get to 2019. That was a lot of fun. A lot. It had, it had some explosive offense, too. Right. Like, no I think we kind of I mean, misremembered. They did have moments. But they didn't have the weapons like this. No. They didn't have the weapons like this. I mean, Bonte, and the expectation for this team coming into the season was to compete for a Super Bowl. We discussed this at the, the first day of Journey Camp, the journey that we're going to go on this season, and the journey has to end in Las Vegas. It must end in Las Vegas. Now, we'll get there. And we're taking this team game by game, but in the back of our minds, again, I reiter- I reiterate this every single week. The goal is to win the Super Bowl. There's no doubt, Super Bowl or bust, we will all be disappointed no matter how much fun we're having. If this season, with this team being as balanced as they are on both sides of the football, 
doesn't end with the Lombardi Trophy. And what we're seeing in the AFC, we're seeing the conference that's in shambles. What we're seeing in the NFC East, how the top two teams in the NFC East, the Niners have outscored them 84-29. to 29. Which is great for the regular so season. So all I'm saying is, the that's, what, that's what I'm saying. We can have all the fun we want. And I agree with you. We're having a lot of fun this year. We had a lot of fun in 2019. But unless this season ends with the Lombardi, there will be disappointment. I don't think a lot of people will be bragging about MVPs and Pro Bowls and all pro teams. Well, that's, I mean, that goes, that goes without saying. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun watching this team explode, and it feels like at any moment, at any moment, any one of these guys could take one to the house. At any moment, this defense could like flip the script. They're making plays down the field on the ball, sacking the quarterback, laying big time hits in the middle of the field. This feels different this year. And and look, I know they have to win it all. I understand that, but along the way, I I just I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised how much fun I'm having watching this team. It's making yeah, it's making me really. Why, Why are you surprised? They're just really likable. You know, McCaffrey's really likable. Kittle's really likable. Ayuk's really likable. Debo's really likable. Purdy's really likable. Trent's really likable. I like a Debo three weeks ago. I'm just saying, like, if you're a kid right now watching this team, you can have you. one of 12 I, I, I or 13 you. guys be your favorite player. I'm, I'm, listen. Listen, man. When I think of fun teams, I think of offenses. I think of defenses. And, when I, and on paper... In training camp, we got called up in the minutiae, the backup quarterback, and whether Trey deserved a shot. And I, t- I came in here after the Las Vegas preseason game and said, man, Trey Lansdale didn't look like an NFL quarterback. Let's slowly move on from this. He didn't look like an NFL quarterback. And I suggested the CFL, and everybody went crazy. Well, he's not playing now, and he needs to go to the I, I, CFL. He needs to play. I don't even know why right. we're bringing him up. No, because this is why. Because we got caught up in the Trey Lance hype that I was looking at, hey, we need to look at this offense, and this offense on paper has a chance to be one of the more explosive offenses we've seen in the last 30 years, but we're too caught up in all the other shenanigans. When you had Debo and IU and Kittle in the primes of their careers and McCaffrey in the prime of his careers, I thought this offense, I said, boy, if Brock Purdy picks up where he left off last season, this offense is going to score, score, and score more. And they have not disappointed whatsoever. No. So uh, it's been a lot of fun, and it's been and and this offense being as explosive as they are now it looks different. At times I'm like, wow, look at this. But at times I said, this offense can average 30 points a game. They got more explosiveness than the Atlanta Falcons did when they went to the Super Bowl. No, and, no. and, and it's, it's not, and, and yeah. some people thought I was hyperbolic in trading. Well, talking I mean, Bonte, about it. if you're a longtime Niner fan, like just a longtime Niner fan, they've kicked the crap out of the New York Giants, who historically is one of your rivals. They kicked the crap out of the out of the Seattle Seahawks, who for younger guys, that's your or gals, that's that's your historical rival. They kicked the crap out of the Dallas Cowboys, who everybody hates the Cowboys, but specifically Niner fans. And now they've kicked the crap out of the Philadelphia Eagles. It is like a wish list of decimation. Yeah, I think we're saying the same thing here, Shasky. No, they're legit. By the way, giving out some warrior tickets in two minutes. Two minutes here. Warrior tickets. Get them. The contest line. Are we are we asking the question or just caller number five? Just be the fifth caller. Yeah, be the we, fifth caller. It's that easy. We're not going to give you any trivia. We're not going to ask you people the record. I mean, or, what better reason to tune in? This is the easiest way you're going to get tickets. Wow. I mean, you just have to listen to and be caller number five. True or false? Did the Warriors blow two twenty point leads on the road last week? I don't know. And I'm not trying to rip my Warrior. I know they're going to bounce back against Portland. But boy. 
I'm optimistic about that. Look, I, I just, the way I view sports, and I know that there's like a, the end game, and you got to win it all. But I do feel like at times we get caught up in the day-to-day grind and we don't see the big picture, which is, you know, you're not going to win it every year. Yes, you want to. And to believe me, if we come out of this year, given everything that's happened in the AFC, given where everyone stacks up right now in the NFC and how damn good and how dominant and how at the prime of their careers the Niners are, this feels like their best chance it feels like their best chance in all those years since they've won their last Super Bowl. And things could change, and there could be an injury and all that. It just feels like the freeway's opening up for the Niners. Well, and I just want to soak in every single well, we second are. of the journey. We are. We are. Who's not? Who's not? Just because I say that if this season ends with a Super Bowl loss, it's a disappointment. No, I, I'm enjoying every single moment it, of it. B, if they don't I, win I'm this one, it, 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 it will it's feel... It's devastating. It, no, I mean, it'll be... Because you wasted a, a year of him making nine hundred grand, being the best bargain in sports. Oh, that one will be a well, gut punch. Well, that Super will be. Bowl 54, he had a 10-point lead with seven minutes left. I mean, that one will forever In the fourth sting. quarter. So, so but, I mean... But a part of me... And I know, no. it's in retrospect. This is looking back, and it's like, well, you did lose to Mahomes. No, it doesn't make see, it better. Oh, my God. It doesn't make it oh, better. See, no. Uh, I, I mean, I, it's Mahomes. No, it's a 10-point lead. Well, obviously. You gave up a third and 15 for a first down. All right. 415-523-4652. 415-523-4652. Caller number five right now will be going to the Warriors and Blazers game tomorrow night. And if you're one of the first 10,000 fans, you get this. <laughs> You've done it 50 times and Absolutely no one can hear it incredible. on the microphone. Here, I'll do it. it Damnation, let's go! go! I'll give you the sound you of the bobblehead, too. Here's the bobblehead. Here's the sound. Draymond Green bobblehead. You can see me on YouTube and Twitch right now. Draymond Green bobblehead. We need a baldy bobblehead. Anybody got baldy bobbleheads out yet? We need well, to get Baldy some headphones. Nah, I'm good with him on the phone. He, he's a gangster. Baldy can do what he does. But we got to get Baldy a bobblehead. It's time for a Brian Baldinger bobblehead. And he could put Morning Rose. He could put the Morning Rose t-shirt on or something. I think it would be him with a harpoon, like he's like fishing in the, yeah, in the I, I could see Atlantic that. Ocean. Because I every time that. I think of him, he's like swimming with sharks somewhere or harpooning something. Yeah, you know, catching his hey, catching his lunch. Hey, let me let the fans with know. his bare hands. Do not call eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. What do we call to get tickets? Four one five five two three four six five two to see Steph Curry. Four one five five two three four six five two. I like my Warriors. I overstand five one zero. Who is that? We need that Bonte bobblehead. No, you don't need a bobblehead. I already got a big head, but we do have to join my green bobblehead, and we'll get a baldy bobblehead soon. Somebody's got to come. How do we not have a baldy bobblehead? What would yours say? I'm right all the time. No, because I'm not right all the time. Oh, I'm wrong wrong all the time. time. No, it'll be old baby. It'll be old baby. Oh yeah, it would be old baby. Because the whole I'm wrong all the time is actually not accurate. Because boy's been on the money when it comes to this 49ers team. Quietly, quietly. Quietly. Well, now I want to know what parts. Let me remember oh, check all the parts. Well, well, of course you don't forget. Well, I know. Because I want to know. Which, like, I want to. I want to no, keep the score. Get, we could get that. We could get that in a second <laughs> after Brian. No, Debo Samuel, seventeen, seventeen, seventeen. Okay. Y'all still think he's overrated? No, Let's get the shark week. There. What else? <laughs> You've been wrong he breaks a lot, down buddy. plays better than anyone. I mean, now you shark one wide out. And you know what Baker Mayfield is? He's chum. Look at these sharks. You think you're getting away from those four angry sharks? It's Shark Week. It's time to eat. Make the read. Urgency. That's the name of the game right here. Urgency. Now, on it. He's on it. 
Touchdown. Beautiful throw. He's our 95-7 The Game NFL insider. Brian Baldinger. Who cares who's right or wrong? It's about being accurate. And the most accurate guy in the business is Brian Baldinger. He is presented by our proud partner, Golden State, serving the Bay Area for three generations. Building better stats with Golden State. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com or Odyssey NFL Insider. He is the man. Baldy Breakdown at Baldy NFL on Twitter. And boy, he's got a lot of cut-ups from Sunday's beatdown. 49ers 42. Eagles 19. As we say, good morning to Brian Baldinger. We look forward to this every single Tuesday, 730 in the morning. He'll be back out here in the Bay Area yeah. calling the Seahawks Niners game at Levi Stadium. We can't wait for that. So I'm, I'm going to start here, Baldy. Yeah. I'm going to start here. The tone to me Sunday wasn't set in the first quarter. It wasn't set in the f- second quarter. To me, to me, the tone was set when the Niners left the hotel room, got out of the hotel lobby, got on the team bus wearing all black, and they walked into Lincoln Financial Field wearing all black. So you knew it meant something. To me, that was the ultimate tone setter, Baldy. It was like, oh, these boys mean business today in Philadelphia. Well, I mean, I don't know if the dress code, uh, you know, has uh, – we, we've seen that, that stuff play out before. They were down 6 nothing in the first quarter. It wasn't looking, you know, great. But, I, I you know, I, I said this, uh, you know, when they were stumbling. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A little bit that the guy that, to me, just gives this team and this whole fan base just um, just something to, to, to just gravitate towards Debo. Like, he's just a different type of player. Like, he gives that team a level of toughness that, not that they don't have it, they have it, but he just gives them extra pop. Like, nobody else. You can talk about Christian, he's he's an MVP. You can talk about Trent, you can talk about all the, how well Brock is playing. I just feel like Debo gives that team something that a lot of teams don't have. They just don't have that type of spark mm-hmm. from a guy that's that tough and that hard to tackle. You know, Baldy, you've been around the league a long time. You talk to these guys. You know how confident you have to be to be able to play this game. Debo talked a lot. I mean, he talked a lot, and there was a lot of chirping back and forth. Clearly, this was personal between the, the Eagles and the Niners. Like, they don't like each other, and I, I kind of love it. He No, no, Joe, I'm, I'm with you. They don't. They don't like each other. 
and they want to meet again. You know, they, they want to see each other in the playoffs, whatever round that might be. They want to see each other again. And, you know, it's a beatdown. Uh, you know, but it was a beatdown in the NFC Championship game. And, and look, I, I've got no problem players talking. Fans love it. Mm-hmm. I love listening to it. Um, I, was, I, I wasn't a big chirper, but I enjoyed doing it and giving it back to guys. And it does take it up to a whole nother intensity. And when you put stuff out there all week, you know, the idea is I'm going to go back it up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that Debo's ever backed up anything he's ever said more That's... than what he just did in Philadelphia on Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon. Well, what does that do to your teammates? What does that do to the opponent? Like, what, what, are the, what are the ramifications of backing it up that way? Because, I mean, <laughs> whenever that guy wants to lead, I'm ready to follow. Well, the thing is, Joe, is like... He, 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 there wasn't really much to say. He did all his talking on the field. And so what are you going to do if you're Darius Slay? What are you going to do if you're Brandon Graham? What are you going to do if you're any of these defensive players for the Philadelphia Eagles when he's just blowing right by you and just, you know, scoring three touchdowns and, and basically, you know, owning the defense? And so there's not much you could say at that point. Uh, if they get the chance to meet again in the playoffs, which I hope they do, uh, you know, there'll be more of this, and then it will get settled on the field. You know, Baldwin, I do want to ask you this before we get into the Niners because they were flawless, especially after the f- first quarter where they had six plays for negative six yards. And next thing you know, they convert either their last nine third down conversions and a one third down they don't get. They get it on fourth down anyway. The Eagles, and Chaska and I have been kind of going back and forth about this. And I try to look at it from the other side. And I'm watching that game thinking, why aren't the Eagles running more? Maybe they couldn't run. Maybe they didn't want to try to run. Maybe they had too much respect for the Niners' defense. But DeAndre Swift has had a special season for them. And he left that game with six carries, and that was a one-possession game for the better part of three quarters. Did, did you have any problem with their offensive approach to the to this game uh, this past Sunday? Yeah. I mean, I, I saw the same thing, Bonte. And they have done this before. They've gotten away from the run. They did it last year in games. And it never seems to ever pay off when they do. And the only way to get into a rhythm, the only way to run the ball, is by committing to it. And their lack of commitment to it. Now, some of it is they've been playing without Dallas Goddard. He's a really good blocking tight end. And the strong side run game isn't quite. But there's find ways to run the ball. Uh, you know, you can run the ball with four wide receivers. You can mm-hmm. still find ways to do it. But they just they get away from it. Uh, a lot of heat on Brian Johnson, the offense coordinator here. But it comes from Nick Sirianni. You know, Nick... Uh, you know, he's, he's basically supporting, and he can change anything he wants to change. But uh, they got away from it, and I don't think it – I know the guys up front, Lane Johnson and Kelsey, they, they don't like it, Mulata. They, they're not a big fan of it when they do it. If they win and they get away from it, it's fine. But when they get beat down like that, and they're, you know, they're, not, uh, they're, not, they're not making the 49ers really have to play mm. – Real football when you're just dropping back to throw it every down. It's it's not a good thing. I mean, Lane Johnson was literally one on one with Nick Bosa, like seemed like every single play all day, and so uh, that's not what he wants to do. What about that battle? Yeah, those guys are going at it, Baldy. You had the tape on there, all pro versus all pro. I mean, this is this is a classic matchup. I mean, I don't know. Bosa had his work cut out for him, but boy, those guys are battling on the edge there, Baldy. Yeah, you know, usually Nick goes to the other side, and he did for a little bit, a couple of plays, but mostly it was Lane versus Nick. And, uh, you know, Lane is just such an elite athlete. He gets off to such fast starts, takes advantage of the rules that are in the book. Uh, it's just hard. I mean, you know, Nick's not going to get, um, you know, he's not going to get an, uh, 
he, he's going to have the best athlete at tackle that he goes up against all year out there. And so, you know, he spun on him, and I've never seen a tackle just spin to counter his spin the way Lane did to get in front of him. You know, Nick had a couple of good rushes, but overall, I would say that Lane probably got the better of that. Better of that. But look, at the end of the day, the 49ers beat the Eagles down. It doesn't really matter about stats. Right. You know, they're 9-3 and three right now. They're in the driver's seat, uh, honestly, to win this, you know, to be the number one seed in this league. So break down the trenches a little to me because, and I, I don't know, you, you watching the All-22, and I want your perspective on this. It did feel like they were trying to do something very specific against Jalen. They weren't getting home necessarily, but it felt like the coverage on the back end did a really good job, and it was forcing him backing up out of the pocket, moving to the to the right, and I just felt like he was never really comfortable per se. Um, was that a byproduct of something schematically that they did, or is that just how he plays? No, he doesn't play like that. But the they mix show a lot. Um, I thought it was the best game I've seen a 49ers secondary play in a long time. Really? I mean, yeah. it didn't matter if it was Traverius Ward, mm-hmm. who got a lot of A.J. Brown. It didn't matter if it was Ambry Thomas, who's playing great, or Domador Lenore, you know, who's in the slot now and really kind of fixed that position. Uh, individually, one excellent man-to-man. And then when they went to zones and they just took everything away, I mean, there's Jalen Hurts just holding holding the ball back there. I mean, Javon Kinlaw got the two easiest sacks he's ever gotten in his life. I mean, basically, uh, Jalen just said, okay, eight seconds is enough. I'm getting down. Um, it's it's kind of what happened. But regardless, I mean, the coverage was really, really good. And is, if, if it keeps up like that against, you know, even this week against Seattle or Baltimore, whoever's, you know, up on the dock, um, that it, they're going to get a lot. They're going to end up getting a lot of sacks because they're not going to see Lane Johnson every week. You know, I, I noticed, and I could be wrong here, but it felt like Steve Wilkes had a spy, and it was a different guy or or somebody who with a delayed blitz, whether it was Warner, Greenlaw, Gibson. I saw a variety of looks um, in, in that formation, and then Greenlaw just the, the tone saying, "What did you think of What did you think of the Gainwell suplex in the play near the sideline?" Well, there's just no place for any security guard to get in between players. There just isn't. Dom's been there forever. He's 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 about as high up in the food chain as Jeff Loria allows any non-coach. To be honest with you, he's got a lot of seniority in that in in the, in, in in their organization. But like you know, he's trying to separate um, you know Devontae Smith right there, and from Greenlaw. That's it, there's just no place for that, you know. And so like it's unfortunate. I know Dre's I think been tossed out of a game before. Like it, he just has. Um, I, I know you guys know him. You listen to yeah. him. I mean, he's about as mild manner a guy yep. and a sweetheart as you can get. He just flips the switch when he's on the football <laughs> There's field. There's no doubt. You know, like nobody else. I mean, because if he gets a chance to body slam somebody like it's Monday Night Raw, he's going to do it. <laughs> he might get flagged for it, but that's just the way he plays the game. And I don't think Fred or anybody else is going to go, hey, Dre, calm down, cool out. Like, I don't think they're saying that to him. Like, I, they're going to let him play the way he plays. As they should. We see it with Draymond Green to go to say Warriors and it's helped him win four championships. Now, some people may argue it's kept him from winning another two, but you live with the good, you live with the bad, Baldy. And that's what we're doing with Drake Greenlaw. I love Greenlaw. As we're talking to Brian Baldinger here on the Morning Ross on 95 7 the game. So we've discussed Ebo on his three touchdowns and the tone setting, the 48 yarder, the catch and run. But Brock Purdy, 
All right, the first two drives just went. I mean, it was a, it was a nightmare. Six plays, negative six yards. The Eagles failed to score touchdowns on those first two drives. I think they had like 14 straight red zone trips where they scored a touchdown, which is the NFL record. So the Niners stay in that game. And then Purdy heated up, going 19 of his last 23, over 300 yards to four touchdown passes. A year later, Baldy, from when he got his first start against Tampa Bay to where we are now, I'm blown away that we're talking about this guy playing the best quarterback in the world right now. Unbelievable performance from Brock. Honestly, Bonte, they could have uh, drafted quarterbacks for the next 10 years at the top of the draft, tra- giving away all their draft picks, go up there, and they're not going to find anybody better than Brock. Yeah, and they're just not going to do it. They, they found the perfect player for this whole system. I mean, and, and it's not, he's just, I think he could be successful with the Jets right now, and wow. they can make him a playoff team. I think he can make a lot of teams successful. But in this particular organization and the group around him and the, the veteran leadership and the playmakers they have, he's the perfect complement. Um, you know, you, you talk about the first two drives and, you know, they're minus six yards. Well, the next third down was third and two. And mm-hmm. he was going to Ayuk, who tr- stumbled and fell on the play. And they doubled McCaffrey. So he had to go all the way back to the other side to find Kittle for three yards and a first down to keep that drive alive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you just go, he sees the whole field. Sideline to sideline. And then anything down the field he sees. He's got the eyes of a hawk. And then he just has the footwork to make sure that every throw is just about perfect. You've seen a lot of 49er offenses. you played against a lot of great 49er offenses. Is this one going to go down as an all-timer? Because they're averaging nearly 30 points a game. And when they're well, clicking... The only, time, the only way it goes down is an all-timer. Not, I'm not cutting you off there. Yeah, go ahead. The only way it goes down is an all-timer is if they win a Super Bowl. There you go. Nothing yeah. short of it. I, I mean, agree. You can put up all the stats you want. You can have all the great, glorious Sundays in the regular season. Yep. You can blow out some seventh seed in the, in, in, you know, in the first round of the playoffs. But unless they win the Super Bowl, then nobody's going to talk about them compared to the other Super Bowls. No, I, I, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You, you, you're talking about Brock. Some of these third-down throws, it's funny. B and I identified that same third-down play with George Kittle. And Kittle did a great job using his back to kind of shade off the defender. Yep. He made a great third-down throw to Brandon Ayuk with anticipation. Yeah. And then obviously the Jawan Jennings one with perfect ball placement. And he shrugs dude off and goes for a touchdown. Um he was excellent in this game, but my favorite throw was the option route on the CMC play, where he's getting rid of the ball, and they've gone left or right on that play. Greg Olson did a great job designing it. He can go the inside and go the outside, and he turned up field. I mean, it was a perfectly thrown ball in stride, and to have the the smarts on an option play to know where McCaffrey was going to be, I mean, Baldy, that's, that's like next, next, next level processing from the quarterback. I love well, that play. It's a great play, and you, you, you saw it exactly right, Joe. And uh, the thing is, they got Nick Morrow isolated. You know, I mean, Shaq Leonard just got signed yesterday. They, they, they can't have Nick Morrow out there covering, you know, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> no. if they meet again. I mean, they're making a change right now. Um, but that being said, uh, two, one other thing that was kind of – maybe you caught it, maybe you didn't. You know, Juice didn't play a lot in this game, and it was by design. Uh, Jawan Jennings did. And they know that the Eagles' third and fourth corners are average players. Mm. You know, Bradley Roby was brought in off the street. He was on the street for a reason. Eli Ricks is a rookie. Like, they wanted those matches. You know, you look at the touchdown by Jawan Jennings or a couple of the other catches he had. I mean, they got their four corners on the field. Mm -hmm. And not that they had any fear about Bradbury or Slay or anybody else, but let's give us as many receiving targets as we can out there, and let's get these matchups, and let's win these matchups. And I thought it was brilliant. 
because it's probably as much as Juwan has played in any game in quite a while, and he had a real impact in the game. Yeah, he's a tough customer. Go ahead, Shanahan. No, no, I was just going to say, like, to, to further accentuate that, I thought Shanahan was in his bag. I thought they went, like, four and five wide, depending on if McCaffrey, like, split out or not. They had the Jennings little play in the middle where everyone cleared out, and he, and he got the wide open third and five first down. But the play for me, I mean, this was just such a beautiful. It was the end around to Debo where Hassan Reddick is using his own aggression, and Debo runs right around him, okay, as Kittle is blocking in space. And then the Kittle, like, chip in to a screenplay. I don't know. I just thought that Shanahan totally used specific plays to use their aggression against them, and his feel for space and misdirection was just brilliant in this game. Uh, so the, the play to Kittle, that was the, the the third drive of the game when they scored the touchdown, the first touchdown, first of six in a row. But <laughs> they, you know they got thirty three yards on the play to Kittle, and I I would love if I see Kyle this weekend on the field, I'm going to ask him, but. I know that he's thought about Hassan Reddick hitting Brock Purdy for 10 straight months. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to do everything I can to screw Hassan Reddick up. I'm going to pull George Kittle across in motion, and I'm going to fake like I'm going to block him. And I'm going to run everybody off to the end zone. And I'm just going to clear it all out. And I'm going to see how Reddick like, responds. And we're never going to let this happen again. We're going we're gonna to fake this guy. We're going to uh, play action this guy. We're never going to let... That happened again to our quarterback. As long as, it, and so they, I think that play, I've never seen that play before from, from Kyle Shanahan, was specifically drawn up and created for Hassan Reddick. And it worked. And they got 33 yards, and a couple plays later, they ended up scoring. As we use the old 24-hour rule where we celebrate for 24 hours and then we move on to Seattle, because I love that breakdown about Hassan Reddick there. Looking ahead to Seattle. They're coming off a tough Thursday night mm. loss to Dallas. D.K. Metcalf went crazy. Gino was throwing the ball all over the yard, yet they blow it there in Dallas. What should we expect the second time around from Seattle? Because they got off to a to an atrocious start on Thanksgiving night against the 49ers. You can't spot them 24 points. It'd be yeah. down 21 points at the half against this team. Well, they got a good coach. They got a great coach. And so they're going to be prepared. They've had 10 days to get ready. Um you know, DK can beat any corner in this league. You want to play man coverage? All right. DK can still get past you. I think he hit 23 miles an hour on, you know, on that, slant. On that Thursday night game <laughs> yeah. against Dallas. I mean, there's, you know, nobody in San Francisco is going to catch that guy if he gets that kind of a steam going. So, you know, they've, they've got that. This, you know, this Jackson Smith and Jigba is a good player. Like, they could put three legitimate targets out there. And if you want to play man coverage, They'll have their man beaters up, and you know Shane Waldron's a good offensive coordinator. It'll help if they if, if Walker's back. I don't know if he is or not. I haven't seen the injury report, but he makes a big difference because he's an explosive back. That if you miss a tackle, he can go a long ways. Um, I, I just think defensively right now they're really struggling, and so to me the the real question is, can they can they stop teams right now? Yeah. And I've seen you know I just haven't. They've got a lot of young players. Devin Witherspoon is a really good young player, and but you know Tariq Woolen isn't playing like he did last year, mm -hmm. and you know I know Bobby Wags is in there, and and Jordan Brooks will see if he's healthy, but they just haven't played well defensively, and they're largely a zone team. And if they get man to man coverage, they don't because they're blitzing or they're trying to get pressure. They just haven't been real good at holding up right now. You know, Baldy, I, I I don't think we talk enough about CMC. I, I, I'm watching a guy. Frank Gore was just a savant. You know, the feel, the patience, the feet, the vision. 
um, the, the blocking, the, the toughness. He was awesome. And I'm not diminishing him in any way. But I feel like I'm watching one of the greatest running backs I've ever seen in a Niner uniform in Christian McCaffrey. His patience, his, his stutter step to set the block up and then explode through the hole. Uh, he always finishes runs hard. The hands, like everything about this guy. I feel like I'm watching a guy with zero holes in his game. When you watch Christian McCaffrey, what do you see? I see uh, – I'll see – I'll just limit it to three things. Yeah, yeah. One, he straps the football to his body. Like, nobody's getting that ball out of him. It doesn't matter what move he's making to make somebody miss. So the ball's strapped to his body. So ball security, number one, as good as it gets. Number two – I don't think he misses a hole. Like his vision yeah. is ridiculous. Like if there's, I mean, if there's six inches and that's the hole, that that's where he's going. So I don't, you know, a lot of running backs they they run blind, um, you know, and you can see it. They're running in the. He doesn't do that. And then the third thing is, like he either makes people miss or he runs through contact consistently. Like nobody, no one-on-one person, nobody one-on-one brings him down. Um, you know, and then the receiving skills are, are just separate. But I mean, I look. I think that both Christian and Tyreek have a chance for Player of the Year. Now, look, if Brock Purdy keeps playing it like this, right. like I mean, I, I think Brock Purdy's the MVP. But I, you could certainly see how McCaffrey or Tyreek at this point um, could also be in the conversation for that award. You know, Baldy, I was going to ask you about that, about the MVP, and you work down there at NFL Network, and you talk to a lot of guys and a lot of these voters. Why don't we put more emphasis on other positions in the MVP award? Because you could name Christian McCaffrey the MVP. What Tyreek the Streak, the Cheetah's doing down in Miami is just unbelievable. He might go for 2,000 yards. Miles Garrett on defensive end. Why do we become so quarterback dependent when it comes to the well, MVP Well, I mean, award? look, Monte, you know, Brock goes down on the sixth play of the NFC Championship game. The game was over. Yeah. That's why. Because yeah, you can't – like, look, Jake Browning played lights out last night and won a shootout with, you know, Trevor Lawrence. Um, that offense hadn't looked that good all year. Yeah. It's the best it's looked all year. And the quarterback was was fantastic. It was virtuoso performance. So the quarterbacks – Make every they make the secretaries better. Yeah. Quite honestly, yeah, they make true. the equipment managers it's better. True. They make everybody better. I can't argue that. I can't argue that because it seems like the year. If this was the year to give an MVP award to somebody else, this could be it because of what Christian McCaffrey does. Well, here's the I thing, would, I would love to see the Niners without Christian McCaffrey. Okay, all right, fair enough. But you know, here's the thing: is you can't decide in a, in a particular year, maybe this year. Yeah. You go, you know, let's give it to somebody else besides no the quarterback. Doubt. No doubt. Like, if the no, quarterback have, is I'm deserving, yeah. the quarterback is deserving. Right. If, if all the quarterbacks are just flubbing out there and throwing picks, right, and everybody's winning in spite of their quarterback, all right, let's look someplace right. else. No doubt. Yeah. You know, Baldy, you, you brought something up regarding the Eagles, because it, it feels, I mean, look, today things could change. It feels like it's Niners-Eagles. At some point, they're going to have to go through each other, right? What can they do personnel-wise to slow down the middle of the field? Because it feels like Kittle, CMC, Debo breaking tackles. I, I'm not sure they have the linebacker play or even the safety play to be able to slow us down if we're at, at full strength. I, I just I, I'm looking at that defense, and, and I think their offense will be better right against us. I, I think they have a better performance in the bag. The game will be closer. They're not going to blow them out like that. But like, what can they do to adjust to what the Niners' offense brings to the table? I I feel like they're kind of not a lot of options for them. 
Well, you know, you could play with fewer linebackers. You could play a dime defense and drop a safety down like they did last year with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Mm. And you could blitz more. Uh, but then, you know, if you do that, if you play that dime, okay, well, here's Trent Williams coming down, blocking on the defensive tackle up to that, you know, that you know that dime linebacker. And that's just a fight that nobody wants to see with McCaffrey coming right behind you. So Kyle's going to see that. He's going to recognize that defense like Dallas plays that defense. And when you get that defense, you've got to run him out of it. That's what you got to do. And, you know, so that's an option. But then I think Kyle will adjust. And, you know, they'll go to a strong running game. Uh, but I'm, but they're, look, they've already given up way more touchdown passes this year than he gave up all of last year. Wow. And they're not taking the ball away. I mean, they, they've got six interceptions. They had 17 a year ago. They're nowhere near where they were defensively a year ago. They're last in the league right now on third down defense. Wow. You know, you, you mentioned that, um, you know, Brock was eight of nine. Right. You know, coming down to stretch after those first two third down stops. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been the Eagles. That's been a big weakness of theirs all year. I saw, you know, Sam Howell go down the field with a minute and a half to go, no timeouts, and score a touchdown to go into overtime. It has been going on all season long. I, I don't, I don't think the the 49ers fear the Eagles, nor should they fear the Eagles' defense if they should meet again. Wow, Brock Purdy win blitz by the Eagles Sunday afternoon, ten for ten, two hundred thirteen yards, three touchdowns, and a perfect passer rating. So to your point, Baldy, yes, he was very good against oh the blitz. God. Real quick, Baldy, because you know that Philadelphia market very well. You are a former Eagle. Yeah. You know, Lane. What was the mood like yeah. in Philadelphia yesterday? Because we've had our own trash talking with Sports Radio 94 WIP. We've been going yesterday. back and forth. It felt good not I'm hear not from those lie. guys. I'm not going to lie, buddy. You know, honestly, sometimes you just got to take it on the chin. You just got to take it on the chin. Like, you know I mean, you can you can bounce back, you know. And um, But the 49ers just did to the Eagles what the 49ers did to the Cowboys. And that type of performance, like that's, I don't know what the ratings were for that game, but I got to believe it's the number one rated, you know, afternoon game this this year. Like the whole country got to see it, the way they saw them do wow. it to the Cowboys. And everybody else is looking, I, mean, I, th- I just feel like the fans are all looking up at the 49ers going, all right, well, we just got Shaq Leonard. All right, now, now we're going to fix our linebacking core. Well, all right. Shaq, Shaq was struggling in Indianapolis, too, now. Yep. I mean, I love him, and he's a playmaker, but mm-hmm. I don't know what Shaq Leonard, you know, the Eagles are getting right now. Yeah, the Niners outscored the Cowboys and Eagles this year, Paul, the 84-29. to 84 to 29. I haven't done that math yet, Monty. <laughs> no, that's, I did, the math that's pretty is, alarming. Hey, hey, man, I'm not an algebra. I, I can't teach algebra out, Baldy, but I can add that stuff up. <laughs> uh, real quick, your thoughts on the CFP Final Four, man? Because yeah, my Florida yeah, yeah. State Seminoles, I feel shafted. I get it why they didn't make it because of the quarterback situation. It just seems like my whole life, and maybe your whole life, I see you wearing an SMU shirt. They just can't get this stuff right in college football. No, they can't. They can get it right at every other level. They can get it right at high school. They can get it right at, you know, division, you know, one double A. Like they can get it right at NAIA, they can get it right. Um like how does George, like Florida State, you're undefeated, you haven't right. lost. Like, how aren't they represented? You look at Georgia, how can you be the number one team in the country <laughs> for three straight years in a row and lose by a field goal? And be out of the playoffs. <laughs> it's insane. Like none of it makes any sense. <laughs> it's insane. Who would your final four be? Well, I would have Georgia and Alabama in there. Georgia, yeah. Alabama, Michigan, and then, you know, I, I, I'd let, I'd let everybody else, you know, between Florida State, Washington, Texas, you know, fight it out. Yeah, no, I'm with okay. you there. I, I, that'd be my four. I, how Georgia's not one of the best four teams? I'm. I'm I mean, it's just about the best team. Yeah. You know who's who's the best team? Like, I don't know. 
I almost think like Michigan, Alabama, like that might be the championship game. I like I like Bama. I like Bama, buddy. It's hard to bet against them. Uh, well, the we'll quarterback's see. gotten a lot better. Yep, no so, doubt. So, you know, he's improved a bunch. Uh, when are you getting out here in the Bay Area, Baldy? Uh, I'm getting out, uh, I don't know, late Thursday night. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know, I, got a, I got a CYL game. We should have a Baldy appearance Saturday afternoon, oh my God. you know, on the bench with the guys, helping the seventh graders out. Well, we'll touch base out there, Joe. Hit we'll me touch up. Base. Hit me up. <laughs> All right. It doesn't sound like CYO is in his plans. Get <laughs> 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 out of here. Sorry, right. buddy. All right, man. All right, guys. I'll see you this weekend. <laughs> see you this weekend. Brian Baldinger here on the Morning Rose on 95. He could be my big dumb. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's time for the injury report. <laughs> Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers. Get their lives back for over 40 years. Uh, CYO game. Baldy showing up for that. Nah, he's breaking down film, man. Come on. Didn't we get him in the studio Friday? Possibly for an hour or two. Why not? Yeah, maybe we'll take him to lunch after. Why not? Why you not? You gotta Google it. You gotta, you gotta Google it. Kyle Shedahead updated us on a few injuries. We can play the sound coming up. We got Howard Eskin coming up at what? 8 o'clock? He's coming up next. Howard Eskin. He's not ducking no smoke. We'll have some fun with him. A.K.A. Jesus. Uh, tight end Ross Doyle has a high ankle sprain. He's expected to miss a few weeks. Zach Gertz available. Uh, defensive lineman Eric Armstead could also miss some time as he deals with some foot and knee issues. But the team is still gathering more information about his status. I'm cool with Armstead sitting out a couple weeks. I'm cool with that. Uh, Spencer Burford questionable with an injured knee. But still has a chance to suit up Sunday against the Seahawks. The injury report brought to you by Boxer Incursion, in Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping get your workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Where's Hillary at? I've heard from Hillary. Where's she at? It's a bye week. Oh, she was okay. I thought the Raiders had a bye week the last month. Way they're playing football. Oh, uh, what's coming up in the game? Sponsored by Freeball Bank, Full Service Bank, you know, compromises. Howard Eskin, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll ask him if he still believes Nick Sirianni is a better head coach than Kyle Shanahan. Don't want to miss that. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.